Okay, we ended the last two minutes of the Shia last night with a very important question. And just to catch everybody up, if, you, if you're new and you don't understand everything, just after tonight, Chazor, last night's Shia, David Melech is faced with a very difficult choice. God comes to tell him, B'Shem Hashem, that because he counted Klai Yisrael, as you mentioned, Chazal say, Klai Yisrael had another kitschig in the background. Is usually Zev, Zev, Zegerim. The punishment will be one of three things either the famine, the losses in battle, or the devil, the plague. And at the conclusion of the three choices, God mentioned, please let me know as soon as you can so I can get back to Sholchi, the, the, the Hashem who sent me, only Hashem, Dover. So Dover means I need to answer with the thing, the answer. But it's an unusual choice of words. And Chazal Darshan, that there was a remez here, that Dover is Dever. So choose that one, number three. And as we'll see in a different Chazal also, I'm going to get to Dover You have to be Baal Madrega. Everybody gets from Muslim in life. And what we're going to try to learn from here is that we have to understand what a remez is, which is really the soul sugya. You don't want to border anichush and gaiva and thinking that everything is a remez to you, but as Yidin certainly is from people, you have ashkach apratis. <coughs> I am a dragon, the more ashkach you have. And David Melech here is, of course, struggling with the choice. But you would think, and this is the question we ended with, if he has a remez, then why do we need the svaras that were going through his mind, as the Radak says, that's going to be a chil Hashem. If there's a famine, they're going to have to circle around the Mitzrayim and all the other countries and beg for food. And if there's a battle and we lose, the Goyim are going to see us getting killed, and that's going to be a chil Hashem. Let's pick Dever, because Dever is at least something local, and the Goyim don't have to be watching. That was one far. The other far is they're going to tighten on me that I felt I was protected, by the famine, because I have a lot of money, I can buy food, or have an armed guard, so I'm not worried about the battle, I'm not going to get killed myself, Dever, nobody's exempt from. So, two very, very important calculations. So, if you got a remez, why do you need the calculations? And if you have the calculations, do you need the remez? What's going on? So, Rav Desler introduces it, but we already covered it on page one, so go to page two of your copy. And in one short paragraph, he introduces the aside, which we're going to elaborate on tonight. The top of page 274 and page 2 in your copy. Yesoid, Yesoid Godol Venifla, Nuchol Limsoi Khan. Yesoid Godol Venifla. Which is hard to figure out application in life, but we have to start somewhere. Racharesh Giela MS Medaitoi. First, he had to be honest with himself and be firm enough to understand that the parameters over here have to do with what's going to make a bigger Kiddush Hashem or less of a Chil Hashem, what's going to look better in the eyes of the people if all things are equal. I have to do the right thing. In life, you have to do the right thing, and you have to try to look right. Often, that's a steerer. Sometimes, you have to do the right thing, and people don't understand you. Okay, so you still have to do the right thing. But if you're going to accomplish both, you should be trying to do so. That's a Yisim Nekim. Yisim Nekim means, besides Marazayan, Yisim Nekim is even if they have no right to assume anything, it's not technical Marazayan, but you have to go to Eshemal to try to look Nekim. It's not always possible. 
quite often it's not, but often it is, or at least to mitigate how bad it looks. So Dovr Malch was trying to do that, and he put tremendous thought into how to do this in the best way. Notice how the Radak or Rashi, all the Pshatim we had, nobody says he's making a calculation how many casualties over here, how many people are going to die over here. He didn't know. It's clear. None of the first would say that. So that's why I keep repeating it. It sounds like it was all basically in the same league. And it involved a lot of people. We know from the small amount of time it was whittled down to how many people died, 70,000, what it would have been. So his only thing that in terms of his choice and his established that he can base it on is what's Western Hashem over here? And he thought about it, gave it careful consideration, and he landed on choice number three, the Dever. So he thought about it. So our job in life is to think about it, be honest with ourselves, talk to people to get an Eitzah, ask a Shaila, and go through this Heshtadlis, what we'll call in Yemuchnius. Then, Desla says, We go through this process and anything we're facing, any challenge we're facing, once you have a direction, once you make a decision, if you have siyat ha-shamayim, that's a very interesting idea. The Rem is a desolate tining. Often, I don't think he's claiming always, often comes after you did your Ashtadlis, then Akash Baruch Hu, if you have a direction, Akash Baruch Hu, either send your Rem as it's wrong, nice try, but do it this way, do it the other way, or it's correct and keep going and give you a pat on the back. Give you the chizik. That's the purpose of a Rem is. There's no free lunch. You gotta first do the work. You gotta... gotta Learn the sugya, at least you know there's a shayla, you gotta ask the shaylas, you gotta ask for aces, you gotta know when you're not objective, like nobody is, because we're subjective human beings, and you gotta ask somebody who's objective, who can give you real advice, you gotta ask somebody who's not afraid of you. If you ask somebody who's afraid, uh, then he's not gonna give you an honest answer, he's gonna give you what he thinks you want to hear. That's, that's not good either. So it has to be the Nevi'im, God, Nassim, they weren't afraid of Dabranach. They came and told Dabranach was a pretty powerful king, and they said it the way it is. It's the only way you can give good advice. It's good, good thing they were dealing with David Amalek. What? No. So the higher, I, that's why I preface. So that's why I, I preface that the more the more of a madrega you're you've attained, the more hashkachapotes you have, the more Muslim you're going to have, and the more you're mashukid, and the more you're subjective, and the more you're dishonest with yourself, the more you'll find our Muslim don't exist. And take it as a raya to your incorrect decision and your direction in life. Uh, there are many examples in life of people who did this and took Ramazim for things that they were doing wrong, but they were convinced that he ate Zahar and they wanted to do it. So the ate Zahar just found them Ramazim. <laughs> exactly. That's why I had to preface the Dovin. You don't have to be Dovin Mel, but you have to want to do the right thing and really do the proper shadlist to ask the right people. And. Sometimes people, even when they do ask, they ask in a way where they're going to make sure they get the answer they want. That's not a way, that's nobody here, Baruch Hashem. Uh, you all ask questions very well. But there are people who do that. So they're from enough to know you've got to ask, but they're going to go shopping beforehand to make sure they get the right answer. So then they're not going to get a Rem as Shemayim because he's got to be deep down wanting to go in the right direction and that, that he's not doing the proper establishment. Negative, right? Right. So that's why you have to be honest. That's 
No, if he's honest, no. If he's honest... He's looking at this around here. He's not that honest. No, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> honest, you know, 1% shaker or shaker. That's the difference. Yes? Uh, but don't they dump the remnants right when he gave him choice? So, the remnants have a chance to think... So, so he's going to... Um, let me read another two sentences and I'll explain it. And yabi emes, and if you really search for the truth, ultimately you'll find it. Not every single time, but in a general sense for your Malachachayim. If you're just programmed by Yetzirah and being led by Yetzirah, I think what Rav Dessler is saying over here is that the Remez was there. The word is Dover. Now, if in 2020 hindsight you say, yeah, Dover, Dever, I get that. That's a... Somebody, I think, started saying this last night. I- I'm not convinced that David Amelach got the remez right away. I think that's what Desla was saying. The words were there, the potential was there, but it's there are no free lunches, and you got to think about it, and you got to do it for the right reasons. David did it for all the right reasons. It was a lot easier for him, truth be told. And you know what? The naysayers will say, "Yeah, he has a lot of money. This not famine's going to affect his kingdom." in a big way. So none of these choices are very palatable. And just make a choice and try to do the numbers. He wasn't even looking at the numbers because he didn't think he could figure that out. He made such a brutally honest assessment of, I don't care what I look like, I don't care what happens to me, I just want it to be Kled Shemayim. Once he did that, he started thinking about, you can imagine how many times he played over God's message, God's message in his head. Can you imagine getting a message like this? I don't know how many hours or minutes or, I'm sure it wasn't days, I don't know how much time he had to come back with an answer. But you can be sure that he wanted to first make sure that he wasn't hearing things. Sometimes you hear a message and then you think you heard something else because you're mashukhed already. So he played it over in his head over and over again. But as he thought through it and came to the right conclusion, this would be a big issue. Hashem, he said, you know, it's an interesting Russian. Sholchi Dover, Dover Dever. It's very interesting. I think that's what Adest is assuming over here. That's my, yes. Yeah, yeah, so very good. You have, we, we covered it and uh, it's, it's on there. So you will, uh, and, and that's exactly the point. The, you're referring to Chaim Shalev. It says that he was afraid he heard what he wanted to hear, even though he was a very great person. And that's why he asked his cellmate, Did you hear? And that's what you're referring to. So we, we did cover that, but yes, it's a good reminder and that's a good example because. In life, it really boils down to this. As from people, we know that we don't know everything. Certainly not in halacha, not in ashkafa. And we know we should know we're meshuchid. So assuming you already made the decision that we have to check, a reality check with outside people, now the Yetzirah gets us, okay, but you know, don't ask somebody who's going to give you the, the from answer. Well, there's nothing a from answer. Either the answer is right or it's wrong. And if it's a shas l'chak, and there's no room for the... If it's not a shas l'chak, the standard of is A, and a shas l'chak, it's B, and we've been through this a million times. And there are, there are people who will give you an honest assessment if they know you even better, and they will be able to hopefully give you a drocha. But if you're shying away from that, then that's not uh, an honest search. And if it's not an honest search, you're not going to get a good remedy. So it feeds on itself. So the people who are taking shortcuts end up shooting themselves in the foot. Because then they're going to get less direction and less Ramazim, <laughs> and then they're going to get further and further lost, like the Kadesh Adam, right? Say, Leilich, Malich, and Yeah. Why don't we say, like, Lobash and Mayani? Ramazim, I don't care, because miracles, the rib could go backwards, I'm going by whatever the. Now, Hanami, if it was a clear cut, 
it's the it's the first day of Rosh Chodesh, not the first night, and you forgot Yalaviyavu, and you're really late for work, and you just dive with a lot of kavana, and you know, so okay, and we learned to say got to dive and say over again. He said no. Is that really clear cut? He starts questioning himself. Maybe not. Maybe it's a shita. Yeah, maybe shita not. So then he's lying to himself. That's very clear cut. So you can get a remis from here the next year. You can have the good year blimp go by. No repeats or something like that. That's, wow. That's bad. I didn't even know there was a shita like that. That's amazing. So yes, that can happen. But if it... The other shayla is always a classic example of, the, um, of, of a simple shayla. Quite often in life, like over here... There's no hilchis when you have three ancient to pick for Klaizal. Which one do you choose? Never happened before, never happened again. Man, he's in charge. He's the man. Now what? So most things in life, as you have learned, you're over 20 years old, right? Uh, you have barely, 21, 22. Um, most things are not, there are many halachas that are clear, you just don't know what the din is. Okay, yes, the shayla. There are many decisions in life that are, Quite complex, and the, yet the halacha on the on the Rasna Hashem has what to say, but you have to search for it, and you gotta realize your formula and the question correctly, and you gotta drocha. And if you if you work hard with Amelus, and Hashem sees the Amelus, and you're trying hard, even if you didn't come to the right conclusion, then a remez might come, but the remez, you're 100% right, cannot go against the din. The famous Maisa, I think we spoke over in this uh, sugya with the, the briskarov at the, the chasna, and the chasna was nervous and going like this, and he dropped the ring, and then he get back to him, he dropped it again, and all of a sudden the crowd's murmuring, maybe it's not Basherta, maybe it's not this, it's not good to hear tonight. Uh, it's all Basherta, and it's going to go very well, Mitzvah Shem. Uh, but if he drops the ring, I'm warning you, uh, just because he's nervous. So... Uh, the Briskarov said, put it back on, I said, oh, Rebbe, what, what's going to be? He said, you were supposed to get married at 712, not 702. <laughs> if you decide you're supposed to get married, it's a mitzvah. So then what are you worried about the simonim? So people uh, overdo it with simonim often because they're looking for simonim and they didn't like the first answer. Okay, so then you don't, then you don't listen. But if it's, a, if it's against it, the fair should get in, then 100%. So let me ask you, this, is why should, based on that tomorrow, yeah, but over here, even after David made his calculations, who said he's missing the most important data of this decision? How many casualties? Where there's going to be more minisarachim? Maybe can't pass me another without a navi. The whole thing came to him <laughs> through a navi. So if a navi pesha a pesha hitter, navi gave you the whole nevuah. A navi certainly can give you the remis. There's no, there's no halacha, there's no precedent over here. And often in life, you would think, uh, whatever goes around comes around, you think to be precedent, but every case in life is always a kanich different, the circumstances are different, the, people, the players are different, and uh, that's when we look for siyad Shmai. But in the, the purpose of this shmuz is not to look for a Muslim. It's independent of the remez. The remez is more of like an after. Yes, that's what you say. The remez is to either give you a pat on the back, or sometimes to correct the thing. But you don't have to, if you're worried about, do you have to look for a Muslim? No, you don't have to look for a Muslim. Yeah. Maybe, maybe part of the remez is, is also part of that. Part of it is also in order to get through the nisayan. Sometimes it's not a one. As I said, a pat, a pat on the back. It can be a, a, can be a, a two or three day assignment. Yeah, yeah. So it could be a two or assignment. three year right. assignment or a three decade assignment. Yes. We started, if you remember, eight weeks ago. This is where we started the sugya. Rav is taking ferries and he's getting on the ferries. Oh, it's going to be a mazaldika. But he wasn't making his core decision based on this. Is really the hashkafic arm of explaining what's going on in the navi based on the gemara and is really what this is, yeah? It's historical confirmation. He didn't need a reference. He did whatever he did. Yeah, but we wouldn't be... 
is historically basically giving some sort of stamp of approval, saying that you're saying for us, for the readers. I don't know. If, I don't know what the intent is behind it. Right. Whatever it is, if it's independent of him making this decision anyway, which he made, so then it's independent the enough. Is basically communicating. No, but then you're losing. Him. Then you're losing the fact that Chazal seems to be understood. The Dovid Melch himself understood it at a certain point in time. So the answer is yes, yeah, chizik for him. It's also chizik for us to know the Dovid Melch did the right thing. But everybody needs chizik. <laughs> That's the, if it's there already, everybody can use some chizik. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gaul Agra, by the way, is not only a remez. For those who are doing Gaul Agra, often that's the decision. But that's only after, as Yaakov said, you've depleted every possibility of knowing right. what to do. So it says that he turned to join Moshe in the desert. Yeah, and he right. interpreted as the joiner of Moshe right. in America. Right, right. And he was deciding between America and Israel. So obviously Israel's a desert too. There's no, yeah. but there's no, where's the tiebreaker otherwise? You're allowed no, to do a Gorla Gra. You can't do a Gorla Gra if you really don't want to damage my Nesra game because you're late for work. And you're going to do a Gorla Gra and it's going to land in a Pusik, Lech Lecha Meretzacha. I'm out of here. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So you have to know where, uh, where, where you've uh, exhausted and depleted all the regular possibilities. And the good news is, you don't have to get into any heebie jeebies. The good news is, 99% of the time, you can actually find the answer and use the regular resources. We're just explaining where a remez might come into play, but there's a very thin line, as you see now with me and the Asugia, and as we get to the end of the Asugia, between the Nichush, Resnitz-Dereza, and taking a remez and not fooling yourself. Yes? Did we, I, I forget where the Rambam is, but did we address when the Rambam talks about that there's, you know, there's tons of uh, signs... To At length. Right. We addressed all of them. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah. yeah, this is uh, share number 30 or 40 already on this topic. So yeah, we did address it. It should be, should be findable. Okay, let's continue. Skip down the next paragraph. The Mechiltum. Now this next uh, example is surprising. We're going to have four examples, and we explain two of them right now, and two of them a little bit later. Mechiltum. Sev Peshalach. Halapasik. Simbazne Yeshua. So we know that the directions about how to take care of Amalek, Lederi Deris, is a Simbazne Yeshua. Rabbi Lezer, Hamadoi, Amir Zeachem, Arbet, Sadiq, and Shnos, Lahem, Remez. The fourth Sadiq, Matanach, the four we're going to discuss, that they received hints. And by the way, here the hints were given before, clearly. That's what I'm saying. The Pshap, Adobin, Amalach, Amat, I'm not convinced what the death lament, but there are examples where it's before, there are examples where it's afterwards. It still doesn't take away the fact that you still have to do your own ishtablis and be honest. What are the four? Shnayim chashu, shnayim lo chashu. So the four are going to be divided into two groups. Two listened to the remnants, two didn't. It sounds like a criticism. I will show you soon that it's not necessarily a criticism. Maisha v'lochash, Yaakov v'lochash. We'll get back to those. Davod amarvachai noslam remez v'chashu. Maisha minayim. Sim bazne Yeshua. Nope. What's in about Yeshua? This is put in the ears of Yeshua the nun, the process of how to take care of Amalek and what you have to do. Why is he, Meshav Yenon, told to sin, sin about Yeshua? One of the three mitzvahs in Eitz Yisrael is appoint the king, wipe out the seven humans, wipe out Amalek. So why does Meshav Yenon take care of him? He'll say, well, Meshav Yenon's not going, but he didn't know that yet. So it's a remez that you're not going in pretty early on, as a matter of fact. Yeshua Manchel Asaretz Ubasayf, many, many years later, 40 years later, 
Saif Moshe Eimin Meshanan. Moshe Benu hears Pemola, you're not going to date Stroll, and he starts davening Kaminyan Veshanan. So it sounds like, it's not a criticism, it sounds like, well, if you've seen the Ramans before, you would have daven before, maybe it had more of an effect. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. But so, we'll see soon, it's not a criticism at all. But the question is, why did Moshe Abena react and see the Ramans then? We'll hold it now, you'll see uh, where he's going with it. Yaakov Shanamar Venayanachi Imcha Shmaticha. He was told, I'm going to be with you, I'm going to protect you. And Pasha Vaishlach, he's very afraid of Esav. Which is the Rashi brings down. Now, interesting that the Mechulti here holds that Sestira. He got a Remez, it's not about a Remez, Hashem said, I'm going to protect you. And then he's worried, Shem Yigramachet. Interesting that he even calls it a Remez over here. And the question is, why was he afraid? There is Machlech is the Medrash, did he have to be afraid or not? Yaakov and his Anivas was afraid. Yeah, the easier two, which we're going to deal with right now. David, Nelson Law, Remez, Vachosh. Different. Yeah, it's Perferish. I'm saying. As I said, it's Lacharis, Perferish. But uh, it's more than a Remez, and he still wasn't Chosh, so it just begs the question why. And we'll see. Uh, he's going to deal with that later. David, Nelson Law, Remez. Same David, Amalek, different Remez. This is the more famous of the two. Vachosh, Anamar, Gamas, Ari, Gamas, Adoid, Hika, Avdecha. If you recall, when he was a young shepherd, uh, he uh, was accosted one day. Well, he wasn't accosted. One of the um, bears in the neighborhood and one of the lions and their entire mishpachas came and started helping themselves to lunch with the sheep. Um, what's the din when a shepherd is watching sheep and a lion and a bear come over and take one? And it's in their mouth already? So there's one word, b'teavon. Like, we don't, uh, <laughs> you know, very nice. I'm glad you're not right here. You know, you're over there. Goodbye. There's no here for a shepherd to start up with a lion and a bear, especially if you don't have a machine gun or even a sedation dart gun. And Dovna Melech uh, probably had even seen that before. In this particular instance, he actually went over to them, punched them, knocked them all out with the families. Medjish describes it was a dove with his family and uh, the Ari with his family, knocked out the cubs and the, the father, the mother, everybody knocked them all out and got his sheep back. And then afterwards, he sat down and he wondered, why in the world did I do a thing like it's a like, what, did, what possessed me to do that? And why did I win? Most times, humans against lions and bears don't emerge victorious. So he didn't know why he did it, and he still didn't know why he won, but he realized that this must be a remez, that I have a certain kayach that I didn't know I had, and it might be needed for clay Yisrael later on, and therefore I'm going to keep it in mind. And there's a, there might be a Korean exhibit there with the ze. And said, as he went to Shoal, he showed up, and he was there to bring supplies to his brothers. Remember, Yishai sent him, and uh, he hears in the background that uh, there's this Goliath giant uh, screaming and yelling and cursing, and every time he's cr- trying to say Kriyashman. It's a massive Chil Hashem. You know what they say by Chushim Ben Dun when they try to bury uh, Yaakovinu, that everybody else was starting engaging conversation. He couldn't hear, and all of a sudden he asked Yehuda what was going on. He said, what? Zaydi's sitting here, be designing, he got up and popped him over the head. So Chai Shulev said, why is he the only one who reacted? The answer is he heard, all of a sudden, everybody else is like slowly drawn into the conversation with Esav, and, uh, and he all of a sudden heard like a lightning bolt, and he said, this isn't going to do. So over here, the news was there was a giant standing there for 40 days already, screaming and yelling and cursing, but Dabin just came and he heard it, and he was, he was also a a big tzaddik, and he was destined in to kill him, and he was startled. How did we let him go on? So he started asking around. The people said, yeah, we can't find the challenger. Shaul who used to be very brave, but, but at this point uh, feels he can't do it. 
due to his Einish and his lack of Siat nobody else wants to go because they're smart. Because who'd want to face somebody and take their Christ, Chayisrael? The deal was, if the one-on-one loses, the Chayisrael has to be Avadim to them. The deal the other way was if they lose, they have to be Avadim to us. Did you ever notice how would be anything to do with the Palestinians or Plishtim or any form thereof? Uh, the other side of the deal never seems to work. But Lamaisa, uh, Davinel came to show and said, I want to do it. And he looked at him and he like, what's your Havim in it? He clearly had no, uh, no experience, and he was a young man, and like, I can't send you in. That's an achrayis, you're going to lose. So then he told him, this thing happened to me, and there was a remez, and I never forgot about it. He showed him his uh, jacket made out of the hide of the, uh, of the lion, and I never forgot. And I always wondered what it's for. And Your Highness, this is it. This is the time, and this is it. I'm here, and if I don't use it now, I'm not using the keiches, and Shaul agreed with him. And he sent him out. The rest, as they say, was history. So this remez was picked up. Most of us would say, I had a good day with the sheep and I made some money, saved some money for my father. But he realized there was something greater at stake. But then Shoal took him to remez that he was special. And he well, afterwards, he kind of, Shoal was like six foot six and he put his armor on and David was not that tall and it fit and he started getting nervous. Yeah, that didn't do much relationship afterwards, but he saved Clay's own now. So he took the ram is that maybe there'll be a later time where it's necessary for the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Mordechai Nassim L'Ram is V'chash, even more famous. He had this feeling that Esther Amalka was taken to become Esther Amalka, even though she was a snua and they had a beauty pageant and why'd they take her out of the five million women? How'd they find her? So obviously she's there for a purpose. They couldn't figure out what it is. We'd like to read the Megillah quickly. When we read it quickly, it sounds like she was chosen, found, and the next day she's already pleading for Klai Yisrael. Not exactly. This uh, Tzadik is getting married to this Earl. Shema Asid. That's the word Shema. Even Mordechai Tzadik to us in the Megillah. So what kind of word is Shema? Shema is not kind of obvious. Of course, that's the whole story. Of per- Despite his greatness, he wasn't so sure. He said, maybe he's watching. Maybe she's here for that. What's the other alternative? Maybe there's some other kapara she needed, and it's a tragedy. Okay. Either way, it was hard for her. So he said, Shema. That's what I'm saying. Even Mordechai HaTzadik with Esther Hamalka. In Perm, where we're all convinced that this is why she was taken, until, well, now the story's over. We're all convinced because we're right. But he said, Shema. Shema asid le'er Yisrael davar al yada. How long did that take? Keep it in mind, David Melch acted on it many years later, and he made a simon so he shouldn't forget. Five years, can you imagine? So he's walking back and forth in front of the palace for five years. There's probably, maybe, maybe, probably a reason, don't know for sure, because I don't know Daki Hashem, because I don't know Tzadik Rala Rosh Vatogla, but I'm going to wait around, wait around five years. That's pretty disheartening. Five years. David Melch waited years and years also. He says, I almost got myself killed beating up a lion. And Hashem, Hashem allowed me to do it. There must be a reason. So sometimes you just got to store things of different chasadim and different things that happen in your life for many, many years later to be able to take the lessons learned or the kachas that you revealed and use them. It sounds like none of, none of the examples here are specifically caused anybody to do anything in particular at the time that they got the events. For a good reason. Because yes, yes, is the hallmark. The hallmark of a great person is not to take themselves. I don't want to say not to take themselves too seriously. You got to take yourself seriously, but not to assume in your gaiva that oh, my Esther was taken. It must be for sure. This is going to be tomorrow in the Madia. This is going to be front page, and we're going to. 
He said, maybe. We got to be ready. You never know. Wait five years, day after day. That's 365 visits times five. That's a long time. I'll get to you, Michael, in one minute. And then when it came, Lamaisa, page three. And the beauty is, you know, when bad things happen to people, some people have a very long memory. And when good things happen, it's like, what did Hashem do for me lately? So people tend to forget, which is why David Mel made himself a jacket. What do you need that for? He's not going to remember the mice. is pretty traumatic. The answer is, maybe, yeah, maybe not. He's not taking a risk. And Mordechai went every single day for five years. The Pesach says that. And he didn't forget. I took five years. We were throwing the towel after five weeks. Maybe after five days. So they waited and waited and waited, and if nothing would have happened, nothing would have happened. But they, they had it in the front of their mind. Famous Medrash. Yaakov thought the dreams meant something, so he's going to wait. How long did he wait? A couple decades. <laughs> That's in very difficult circumstances. But he never forgot it. And Yaakov who is... And Eloi, no doubt, actually wrote it down. Not the kumus for kasa bezia beza shah beza makam. Look up the medrash. It doesn't mean he wrote down when the dream's gonna take place. He had no idea. Neither did Yosef, for that matter. No dates. He wrote down which day and hour when he heard the dream. Why did he write that down? The answer is, how do you jog your memory? When you're trying to remember something from the distant past, you write down. Remember, I remember I was standing by that phone booth. Phone booth. Anybody knows what that is? It's, um, they used to have. Uh, I was standing by that uh, street street light, and and I and I wrote down the hour. And I, so then, when you look back at it, it's going to stay fresh in your mind. So Yaakovina was concerned, even though this dream telling with the brothers and everything was also pretty traumatic. Uh, he wrote it down so he should be ready to act on it. Ruach Hakodesh Amer Shamer as the Devarim Shasidin Hadvarim Liga, and his Ruach Hakodesh told him, "You better keep it in mind because it's quite possible that this will be real." Which is why, when it happened so many years later. He believed it. After they convinced him, Yesu was still alive. Yesu It took 22 years to understand why Yesu was dreaming this and why he's put in that position. Yes, you had a question? Fine, it's about Moshe. I don't know if we're coming back. Okay, we are going to come back to it. As a matter of fact, tomorrow night, what we're going to try to do, the Chuppah will be on time, and the Baal Simcha has graciously uh, uh, noted that there's uh, 40 minutes between the Chuppah and the first dance, and 45 minutes, so we are having Shia tomorrow night. In the middle of the chasna, wow. he also did us a big favor. Laman the bittul teri the rabim. The chasna is as close as you can get without being in shari shemayim. So um, uh, immediately after, if the fellow who has brachachuita doesn't take too long, uh, then we will uh, we will emesh Hashem convene here at a quarter two and right after share tomorrow night. Save the questions for after the first dance because we got to go right back. Uh, mazel tov to Yehuda and uh, it's a shame to look forward.